The Voices of Search podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything podcast network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. Bridge Toll, California, customer service number. Highway miles to the gallon, Ford Focus. Thailand cave rescue operation. What is schema F? Best wine bars in San Carlos, California. Best Western hotels. How old is Ronaldo? What happened with Big Brother? What took an engagement? How long before a wedding should I send out many save games the dates? The first Use IMAP to check email on other email clients. Identify fonts from where to find the Welcome to the Voices of Search podcast and I Hear Everything production. In this podcast, we'll share the news, knowledge, and strategies you need to navigate the ever-changing world of SEO. Ready to expedite your company's organic growth efforts? Sit back, relax, and get ready for your daily dose of search engine optimization wisdom. Here's today's host of the Voices of Search podcast, Benjamin Shapiro. Welcome to the Voices of Search podcast. My name is Benjamin Shapiro, and I'm the executive producer of this podcast. And today, we've got a special technical SEO episode for you, which is going to be hosted by Jeff Atkinson, who's the founder and CEO of Huckabye. Huckabye is a technical SEO platform that automates the process of improving search results to drive more organic traffic and make your website faster. Jeff is a brilliant SEO, and I'm thrilled to invite him to take the mic and share his technical knowledge with you. All right, here is a technical SEO episode of the Voices of Search podcast, guest hosted by Jeff Atkinson, the CEO and founder of Huckabye. Hello, SEOs. My name is Jeff Atkinson, CEO of Huckabye, and this week we're going to discuss emerging trends in AI-powered search and SEO. Joining me today is Farzad Rashidi, lead innovator at Respana, which is an all-in-one link-building tool and blogger outreach platform built for SaaS and agencies to increase organic traffic from Google. Yesterday, Farzad and I talked about new age of AI-centric search, and today we're going to continue the conversation by discussing how to build a brand authority in preparation for Google's search generative experience. And this podcast is also sponsored by Ahrefs. What if I told you that you could monitor your website's SEO health, backlinks, and organic rankings at no costs? Sounds too good to be true? Well, it's not. Because my friends at Ahrefs just launched Ahrefs Webmaster Tools. Ahrefs' new Webmaster Tools product quickly helps you improve your site's visibility by pointing solutions to over 100 technical issues that might be holding your search performance down. Plus, AWT monitors for backlinks so you'll know the most linked to pages and how those links are affecting your rankings. And AWT shares what keywords your website ranks for and compares how you stack up against competitors for key metrics like search volume, keyword difficulty, and traffic value. Look, monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools. And now, thanks to Ahrefs, that's not the case anymore because AWT will help you monitor your SEO health, backlinks, and keywords for free. And no, it's not one of those 14-day free trial offers. It's a powerful site audit tool that will keep working for you for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. Okay, here's my conversation with Farzad Rashidi, lead innovator at Respana. Farzad, great to have you back. Really enjoyed our earlier conversation. 
you know, our, our previous conversation talked a lot about the importance of authority going into these big AI changes to Google search algorithm. And historically, people have thought of authority of as link building. And link building, as you know, has some negative connotations, but it's really sort of the industry's really cleaned up. Uh, I know your company, Respana, is a, you know, a, a very great resource in this area, but it's evolving where links aren't everything in the world. And you anticipate, as we talked about previously, that there's other indicators of authority in the world that Google's going to be taking into account. And those indicators are going to be really important in four to five months as Google rolls out this new version, this new AI version of search, which has a much different experience. Tell me a little bit about what are some of these cues that Google's going to be looking for? So as we prepare, you know, I'm preparing Huckabye. We have a lot of great search results today. You know, a lot of stuff around Google algorithm updates, which we're going to need to build a new, you know, a new algorithm update page for this coming update. What does Huckabye and what do other brands need to do to give Google signals of authority that they'll pick up on and I'll be included in these new AI search results? It's a great question. So we could use Huckabye actually as an example. I think it's, it sort of relates very well. Please do, because I'm going to actually uh, take these suggestions to our marketing team and uh, have them execute. So <laughs> That's awesome. That sounds great. I actually, I had a chat with another founder who's sort of worried about this because they get over 90% of their leads through SEO. Yeah. So that's sort of what's been moving the needle for them. And so that they're very concerned because majority of the pages on our website are blog posts that are generating most of the traffic. So mm. basically... What I talked to them about uh, was was similar to step one, which is you know shift your off page, move it towards more tools, basically pages that people would require to land on. Now it becomes a matter of how do we actually get these pages up in the search results. So there's there's a few elements to that. One is getting product placements. So getting your brand name, Huckby, to show up around technical SEO. So how do we do that exactly? So there's tons of new blog posts that are getting published or existing ones. What are some of the best SEO tools? There are thousands of them that are talking about listing different SEO tools. So this is what we call the listicle strategy. They haven't mentioned Huckabay already. So reaching out to these bloggers or website owners, or it could be other businesses that are writing content about this and incentivizing them and working with them uh, in order to mention your product as part of that list is going to gain more importance than ever because it's not so much about just getting a link back to your site. It doesn't even matter if they do include a link or not, but Google is going to index that and it's going to have it always in their index that, okay, these, this and that website are vouching for Huckabye as one of the best technical SEO tools. So it's much more likely than that show up in the generative search results. And also, obviously, there's some referral traffic coming to your site as those pages start getting some traffic on their own. So getting product placements. Uh, so and that could be using listicles, right? So there's websites that are talking about explicitly about technical SEO tools. And another one is competitor mentions. So not only direct head-to-head competitors, but any sort of tool in your space. So you can look up, hey, what are some of the latest mentions of Ahrefs, SEMrush? What are some of the latest mentions of Respana or any other tool in the SEO space, SEO ranking? There's so many of them. And let's see what the context of that page is. So if they've mentioned somewhere on the page, hey, technical SEO and Ahrefs, even though it's not a direct competitor to you guys, these are men- these are type of websites you want to reach out to and collaborate with them in order to get your product mentioned there. 
Now, it becomes a matter of incentives. Hey, what's in it for them? Why would they take time out of their day to mention you? There's a variety of different ways on how you can go about it. Some brands have an affiliate programs uh, that do ref share, which is gaining, uh, I think it's becoming sort of losing its effectiveness as an incentive nowadays. Uh, unless there are bloggers, there are affiliate marketers. That's the only way that they generate traffic. But for example, if you reach out to a business, if you reach out to us and ask us to join your affiliate program, that doesn't serve as an incentive for us to mention you. Uh, so normally what we do is that we basically write content on a bunch of websites that we're regular contributors on. And we basically offer to reference one of their pieces on those articles. So basically, we're helping you get popularity and basically get another mention uh, from another publication. And you do the same for us. And that normally serves as a starting point for a, uh, for a collaboration. So we can dig into the incentives here in a bit. But as far as strategies to follow, listicles, product placements, competitor mentions, getting your brand name out there as much as possible and do whatever it takes to, to get Huckabye mentioned around these keywords, as many sites as possible. Now, that's another key thing. And another one is page level content. So basically, let's say you put together a study of, hey, what are some of the most effective technical SEO or run experiments? Hey, we, for example, how long does it take for Google to, for example, update your meta description? So what is something nerdy like that, that you could clearly come up with some statistically significant uh, results that would be interesting. And go ahead and pitch it to all the journalists, all the writers, contributors to these publications that are actively writing content about them. And, and this you can apply to also other industries. Well, that's very relevant to us because we're actually building an AI-powered metadata editor. Uh-huh. So that's a great idea, you know, like, how long does it take a human to write optimized metadata versus using Huckby's AI metadata writer um, and pitch it to journalists? That's a really cool idea. Yeah, I mean, you could try that. Again, when it comes to uh, digital PR, it's no right way to do it. It's more of art than a science in a way Yeah, where we've seen different campaigns work for different industries, different niches. But having sort of content pieces that is a link worthy in a way, that is something that you put together that is worth talking about. Uh, it's something that I think is going to uh, gain more prominence because you're going to have to step all your game because everybody can start writing content using these AI tools. So unless you've actually done something with some data or put together something that nobody else has, has access to, it's not really worth talking about. Mm -hmm. uh, and also, you know, there's a bunch of different other things you could do, like, as I mentioned uh, in the previous episode. Uh, one of the greatest ways to get some publications mentions, one of the easiest ways, I would say, is to go on as a guest on popular podcasts in your niche. Yeah, you and I have both done this, gone on the podcast roadshow. I mean, I've done hundreds of them, and I know you've been out there as well. And it is yeah, um, a, an incredible way to to generate authority and interest in your product and obviously get backlinks as well. But um, great way to, to share the brand. Yeah, 100%. Absolutely. And it's just something that our team spends like 10 to 15 minutes a week and basically finds me interview opportunities. And I go on one interview once a week. This is my interview of the week. Next week, I'm going on our podcast. So <laughs> uh, and again, it's not a very scalable way of doing it, but it, it's it's if it's done consistently, adds up. And there's that uh, flywheel effect that sort of takes place. So yeah, I mean, there, again, there's just examples of different things that I could go on till tomorrow as far as the type of ways and how you can get other publications to talk about you. But it's important to take action and start actually start doing things. And a lot of people are like, okay, we don't have the budget for a person full-time to do this, or we don't have the right tool sets to do it. And I'm like, 
you don't need a fancy software like Respana or any other tools to, to make this happen. This is literally a matter of just you pulling up your Gmail and sending an email to a podcast host or uh, reaching out to a blogger that has mentioned a competitor and, and reach out and give them free access to your tool and, and collaborate with them, see if you can get a mention. Uh, and it's something that could be done manually to some extent. And then once you're ready to actually scale it, then there are platforms to help you do that. <laughs> Time for a one minute break to hear from our sponsor, Previsible. So you're looking for SEO help and you got a couple of options. You could start replying to spam from agencies that claim they can get you to rank number one on Google. You can pay an hourly rate for a consultant who will inevitably nickel and dime you with hourly charges. Or you can work with a cookie cutter agency to quickly launch a strategy-less project with low success rate. None of those sound very good, now do they? Well, that's where Previsible's integrated consulting model comes in. Previsible draws from a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to unlock your organic growth opportunities. They build custom solutions that combine strategy, technical expertise, content, and reporting to effectively operationalize SEO for your business. Previsible's four-stage approach ensures that your SEO programs thrive by starting off with a strategy-first approach. Then they support you in your efforts to create quality content, help you identify technical issues, and most importantly, they'll work with your cross-functional teams to integrate your SEO strategies to make sure that your SEO budget actually drives results, not just your agency's bottom line. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, Square, all who rely on the SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's previsible, P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. Yeah, this reminds me of, so I was the SVP of marketing at, at Overstock and was fortunate to have the CEO and founder mentor me. And he always had great sort of analogies for branding and marketing. Overstock was obviously built up to be a very big, well-known brand. And the way he'd describe it is, uh, Chinese water torture, just the brand name over and over and over and over again, whether it was TV, showing up in search results, display ads, seeing the box with the red O on it, um, just over and over this sort of Chinese water torture to get the brand absorbed into people's head and associated with the types of products we wanted to sell. So when they thought of you know buying furniture or buying bedding or whatever, Overstock came to mind. And this is kind of like that, but thinking of instead of that to users, let's actually give the Chinese water torture to Google and have them seeing you here, there, everywhere that's associated with SEO or whatever your industry is. Do you think that's a fair analogy? I mean, it's it's a little different when you're talking about building a brand to users because you're just trying to, you know, eyeballs, eyeballs, eyeballs. But in some ways, it's, this is the same. You're trying to show that authority to Google by being mentioned, by being linked to, by being sort of just all over the internet being talked about so that Google sees that authority. Is that correct? That's that's a very interesting analogy and I hadn't thought about it that way. But yeah, 100%, I think when you talk about it, when you bring it up, I, yep, 100% resonance. I think be in front of face of Google at all times in, in any relevant keyword that's relevant for you and any publication that, that matters to you. And, and I think that the important thing you mentioned is consistency. It, it's uh, easy to run a campaign once and kind of, you know, you, you forget about it. And unless it becomes a core part of your strategy where you do this every single week, 
Yeah, it doesn't really bear much fruit. So it, I think it's important to sort of start prioritizing these sort of things on top of content creation, right? And, and a lot of people, a lot of companies just put out pieces of content, just pump out pages, and they don't spend any time actually making sure these pages get up in the search results individually. Look, so with the way we do our SEO is that we look at each page that we put out as a project. Publishing is step one. <laughs> we spend 80% of our resources on promotion, 20% for creation. And if you have no resources, we produce content less frequently because we don't have the resources uh, to make sure that it's promoted and in order to get some results that it deserves. So uh, I think that's one of the uh, things that um, a lot of businesses have to sort of rethink as things become a little tough in the SEO market next year. But I was going to ask you actually, uh, Jeff, about Overstock. What do you think of the whole redirect to Bath & Beyond? I know it was a big debate in the SEO community. Uh, I'm wondering if someone who's coming from the inside what, what's your thoughts on that? Yeah, I don't. I mean, I get asked about it a lot. I think it's um, it's a long term decision that'll sort of bear out over time. I have read some articles about how they maybe didn't do the best job with the transition from a search perspective and that they might have missed some redirects and things like that. But they have such a good SEO team that I'm sure they're on top of it. I think in terms of where they're going, it's a smart decision. Jonathan Johnson, the president and or the CEO, rather, he's very thoughtful. I'm sure they thought it through extensively. Bed Bath & Beyond is a incredible brand. And it was, and if you looked at brand searches, I think it was getting like two to three times the amount that Overstock was. It's hard to, to abandon a brand as great as Overstock. You know, that that was a huge engine and a huge brand. So I think it's really too early to judge, but I think it'll be a success over the long term. Um, they are kind of having to abandon, though, a lot of categories that were very profitable for them, like jewelry and watches, for example, you know, some media categories. They were kind of doing a little bit of everything. And I think some of that's, you know, you don't, wouldn't expect to buy jewelry on Bed Bath & Beyond. So time will tell. This is definitely their sweet spot, which is bedding, furniture. Uh, I guess there's going to be a lot of beyond, you know, <laughs> outside of Bed and Bath. But uh yeah, I think it'll be interesting to watch, and uh, I'm happy for them. They they seem to be doing well. So yeah, my my alma mater. <laughs> <laughs> it's good to hear. One last question: Have you seen evidence in Google not using a backlink to prove authority, where you can actually have like a direct correlation? You know, sometimes you get a backlink from something really prominent. You know, like. New York Times or just something that's really important right in your wheelhouse. And it takes the page from ranking 10th to ranking first. Have you ever seen like a mention or that kind of direct correlation happen where a brand or a page or whatever gets mentioned authoritatively and it impacts the search result? So let me elaborate on that real quickly about your first about the first part of your question, you mentioned that if you get a link, for example, from New York Times or some authoritative site, we, based on our experience, that actually moves, it doesn't move the needle much. And I think Ahrefs actually did a case study on, like, it does going viral help with your SEO? And the answer was no, it doesn't. Hmm. <laughs> Reason why is because news sites in general carry very little topical authority because they're writing about anything and everything. It's It's not sort of... Uh, specialized in a certain field. Mm-hmm. Unless there are some, obviously, industry publications, like searching your journal. Like, they're not 
that carry a lot of topical authority in the SEO space because that's what they're writing about constantly. But it sort of dilutes the authority once you're kind of a news site where we're covering all sorts of topics. So what we've seen that what moves the needle actually is getting niche publications in your space. Most of the time, they're not even publications. They're not even news sites. They're not a business. For example, Huckabye.com mentioned in Respana and times 100. And that gives us a ton more authority. And that's at least what has been our experience than, for example, some random news site that has much more traffic and significantly more DA and authority than, than your website, mm-hmm. given as I mentioned, that normally does very little. Even if they're default tags, they don't, they don't have the no follow or uh, uh, sponsor tags. Um, That's a great tip. It's good for me to know yeah. and, our, and our listeners. Yeah, exactly. So focus on relevant websites in your space that are legitimate businesses, not just news sites. That's a big one. The second one is if we have any evidence of getting mentioned somewhere would help with the authority. The answer to that is no, just because it's very difficult to measure. And inter- not saying that it's not important. I'm saying we don't have the evidence for that, just to elaborate. So my personal opinion is that it's going to gain more importance uh, over time. Because right now, if you don't have a link, or at that at least traditionally, this has been the case where even if you have an unlinked mention, it doesn't really do much help because there are no links back to your website to carry back that authority. But now, once your website is mentioned somewhere, that's part of the training data for these LLMs. So now if you're mentioned on a web page that carries a lot of authority and that web page itself gets rankings for their target keyword, now this is part of one of the key information that is going to be fed into the AI to generate the response. So that to me is going to carry a lot of importance to get mentions regardless of whether or not there's a link. Obviously, it will be significantly better if there's also a link back to your website so that it's directly tracked. But I don't think those unlinked mentions are worthless. I think they're actually going to gain more worth over time as Google becomes smarter and sort of changes the user experience so they're not all entirely link focused. Well, that clears up a lot. I think looking forward to you know this massive change coming towards AI in four to five months, you are the lead innovator at uh, Responsa, and you showed it today. A lot of great insight. Thank you so much. Of course, Matt. Thank you so much for having me, Jeff. Our pleasure. Okay, that wraps up this SEO strategy episode of the Voices of Search podcast. Thanks to Farzad Rashidi, lead innovator from Respana, for joining us. If you'd like to get in touch with Farzad, you can find a link to his LinkedIn profile in our show notes. You can contact him on Twitter, where his handle is the underscore Farzad, F-A-R-Z-A-D, or his company website at Respana.com. All right. Thanks to Jeff Atkinson, our technical SEO guest host. If you'd like to get in touch with Jeff, you can find a link to his LinkedIn profile in our show notes. You can contact him on Twitter. His handle is Jeff Atkinson. That's G-E-O-F-F-A-T-K-I-N-S-O-N. Or you could visit his company's website, which is Huckabye.com, H-U-C-K-A-B-U-Y.com. And a special thanks to Previsible for sponsoring this podcast. If you're looking for support with all of your SEO needs, Previsible's integrated consulting model is there for you. They draw on a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to help you unlock your organic search and growth opportunities. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, and Square, all who rely on SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O.
And a special thanks to Ahrefs for sponsoring this podcast. Monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools, but that's not the case anymore thanks to Ahrefs because they just launched their Ahrefs Webmaster Tools product, which monitors your SEO health, helps you keep track of your backlinks, and gives you the insight into what keywords are performing for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's Ahrefs, A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. Just one more link in our show notes I'd like to tell you about. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while you were listening to this podcast, head over to VoicesOfSearch.com where we have summaries of all of our episodes and contact information for our guests. You can also subscribe to our weekly newsletter and you can even send us your topic suggestions or your SEO questions, which we'll answer live on our show. Of course, you can always reach out on social media. Our handle is Voices of Search on LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Or you can contact me directly. My handle is Ben J. Shap, B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P. And if you haven't subscribed yet and you want a daily stream of SEO and content marketing insights in your podcast feed, we're going to publish an episode every day during the work week. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app and we'll be back in your feed in the next business day. All right, that's it for today. But until next time, remember, the answers are always in the data. Data.